Welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So let's start today's conversation with a question, as I often do with you. So are you one who, when you're looking at the type of career or business that you want, you've laid out a step-by-step plan of how you're going to get there, of what you want your business to look like, of your career path, of I'm going to experience this, I want to work there, I want to learn this, take those certifications, and on and on. So this is something that we very commonly do in regards to our career. And yet, how often do we even stop to think about doing the same thing for your health, for reversing any health conditions? So today's conversation is the first of a four-part series. I'm going to walk you through a process that I came up with that I teach to my clients of how to create and then follow through with a plan to restore or enhance your health. Now, I know that we're not necessarily taught to think this way, and partly because I believe that society has conditioned us to believe that the only thing that's important is about chasing money, hence the career business plan. But yet, when it comes to our health and our body, then we just kind of brush it aside. It's like, oh yeah, that's just, you know, whatever, whatever. We don't take it into account until there's something that goes wrong, until there's something that, quote, breaks with the machine, as if our bodies were a, a car or a machine, but which it's not. But anyway, we're taught to look at our bodies in this way, just kind of brushing it aside. It's like not even really giving it much of a second thought until we come into pain. And then... When we do, that's usually an indication from our bodies like, hey, hello, I'm here. Pay attention to me. Take care of me. And yet, how often do we just continue to brush those signals aside, uh, suppress them with drugs, ignore them until something truly breaks, and then we're down for the count? So rather than going to that extent, let's head things off at the pass, so to speak, and have some intentional creation within your life about how you want your health and your body to be. It's about taking the reins of control of your mind, of your consciousness, of how you're managing your energy into all aspects of your life, not just when it comes to your career or what you want your business to be or the type of income that you want to generate. Because if you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to perform and make the income you want. And if you've ignored that, you could work for decades getting all this money and material wealth stored up just so that you can retire and then blow all of your savings and all of your retirement on restoring your health. Not a very good, well thought out plan, if you ask me. So let's do something different and approach life and our health with a little bit more forethought and conscious awareness. Oftentimes, too, then we're taught that the healthcare system is there to take care of us, that the doctor knows your body better than you. And so just hand over all your authority, all of your power, all of your choice over to whatever the doctor says, blindly go along with it, take their drugs and their surgeries and their invasive procedures and tests that only end up, that only leave you feeling more sick, toxic, deteriorated, in debt, 
on and on. Rather than doing that living on default, which is letting someone else create your health status for you or following along with what you are told you're supposed to do, let's instead create your own plan. Take back the reins of your of control, take back the reins of your energy and your mind and create your own plan of how you want your health destiny to be. So I'm going to walk you through the process of how I teach my clients to create their own health plan. And it's really all about your lifestyle. And I call it your lifestyle of love. And as we go along in these next four episodes, then you'll know very clearly as to why I call it that, so that you can always be remembering and coming back to your core intention of who you are and why you're doing this, okay? As I've mentioned in other videos, other episodes, then the state of your health, the condition of your body is a direct reflection, a direct statement of who you believe yourself to be of how you believe your body functions. And it's a direct statement of how you believe you are to take care of your body. So this then leads us to the first step in looking at who are you. In order to really define what it is that you ultimately want, it's important to look at who are you. Society has us define ourselves according to roles whether it's a receptionist, a CEO, a banker, a plumber, a healthcare professional, all of the different roles of a friend, a parent, a child, an aunt. These are things that we do, not necessarily who we are. So as I go through this exercise, I'd like you to just go along, play along with me, pull out some um, pieces of paper or your journal or a notepad and make some notes about this for yourself. Okay. Think about what the roles are that you've adopted in your life, as well as the roles that you were told that you were supposed to comply with by society. Meaning don't ask questions, just do what you're told to do by the quote societal authorities outside of you, whether that those authorities are in church or healthcare or media or education or government or wherever, outside authorities, other people telling you who they think you're supposed to be according to their agendas or what they want you to do. Not who you really are. So once you've looked at all those outside things, the surface things of all of your roles, now take it a step further and, and write down some descriptors of who you actually are. What type of person are you? What's your essence? What are some ethics, some morals, some things that, some guiding factors that you have chosen as to how you want to rep yourself, represent yourself into the world? How do you want to show up for other people? What do you want to provide and contribute to the world to make it a better, better place? So take a few minutes and really sit down and get clear about who you are beyond just the roles that you've been taught to play.
So once you've made a list of that, that's column one or list one. Okay, now we're going to move into the second list. You're gonna be making two lists with this part of the exercise. And this is in line with certain templates or patterns or archetypes that we've been taught to look to, to see the potential of what humankind can evolve into, okay? What's available to us, okay? So we all have various archetypes or templates that describe or that, that influence the expression of our character, of our makeup that we come into life with. And so they influence our expression, our experiences with the ideal that, or with the intention that as we go through life, when we learn the lessons of our particular archetypes, that we, be, we refine them, that we come to the end of our life, ideally to where we are expressing the highest expression or embodying the highest expression of what that archetype has to offer. For example, let's say the nurturer or the mother, okay? or the hero, or the entrepreneur, okay? They all have, or the pioneer. They all have their lowest expressions of the development of consciousness, the undeveloped um, characteristics, and then they also have the highest expression of what that archetype can potentially teach us and refine us into being. Do you follow that? So they're templates, they're patterns of evolutionary growth. Okay. Now I want you to consider a specific template of the highest ideal of what humanity can evolve into. The highest expression of the human, for, uh, of humanity. Okay. So. Who would those, some of those examples be? Well, you could look to, oftentimes we see them as spiritual teachers because ultimately we are spiritual beings. We are energetic spiritual beings within this physical form. Therefore, it behooves us to look towards what's the highest capacity of our spiritual evolution and development and how that expresses through the human form, how we embody that as humans. Okay, so for example, you could look to um, individuals like Buddha or Muhammad or Krishna or Kuan Yin, Mary Magdalene, Jesus. You get the point. These beings that we have record of, stories of, literature about, of the highest potential of what the human being can evolve into, expressing the core essence of who we actually are as spiritual beings. Okay. This is a level of consciousness, a level of development of the mind that's possible for humankind to evolve into. Okay. So now on your second list, I'd like you to image one of these archetypes or these characters in your mind and then write down some of the qualities and characteristics of how this being the spiritually evolved being would express that. How would they live? How would they care for their body? If they ate, what would they eat? How would they treat other people? What would be the nature of their words? 
the nature of their energy. When you're around them, how would you feel? Calm, loving, inspired, attracted to them? Would you be repelled from them, want to run away? Would you feel inspired to become like them? Do you feel intimidated that you, there's no way you could possibly become that type of being? Write down all of these descriptor things. How would they spend their time? How would they contribute to the upliftment of humanity? What kind of service or career, if you want to call it that, would they be doing with their time? How would they treat nature, the plants, animals, birds, the earth, the environment? How would they interact with other people? What kind of internal dialogue, if any, would such a being have about themselves and their life? So write down some, some of these qualities and characteristics. And as you're looking over them, then ask yourself, if you were to condense all of this down, all of these descriptors down into like one phrase, what would that be? Could you say that a being that is this developed, this spiritual being of consciousness, could you say that they embody unconditional love? That they express unconditional love? Or even that they are unconditional love? You know, we've all experienced, heard about, been inspired by people who have attained a certain level of consciousness and development within their being to where they express unconditional love and various degrees along the path. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to reach for, or doesn't necessarily mean that only those people like Kuan Yin, Mary Magdalene, Buddha, all these, uh, these higher beings would express unconditional love. We've all had people in our lifetimes express a degree of that. Now I want you to look over this list of all of these qualities and characteristics of a highly spiritually evolved being, a being of unconditional love. And I want you to own and recognize that all of these descriptors came from inside of you. They came from your own mind. You were drawn to these descriptors because they resonated with something within you. Meaning they touch upon the potential that you have to become and to evolve into this type of being, just like anyone else. And I know you may feel like or think initially, oh, I can never be that way. I've got this and this and this and this. I'm too, I'm too unevolved over here and here. I've got this and this that I've got this going on. All of that mental chatter that is self-defeating, self-effacing, self-demeaning, set all that side aside for a moment and recognize that at the core essence of who you are, you too are spiritually creative, intelligent being who's got the capacity, the seeds, the potential 
to evolve into, to embody a being of unconditional love, just like you project out into these other beings that you think that you can't achieve or aspire to. Rather than seeing yourself so less than, so below and worthless, set aside, let go of all of that brainwashing because truly that's all it is. And own the fact that you are a spiritual, energetic, creative being. That you have these same seeds of potential within you to develop into a being like what you just described. If that was not the case, then you would not have described this being in the, in the, with the words and the attributes that you just put down on your piece of paper. The fact that they came from inside of you tells you you have that potential because they came from your mind. Own it. And stop disempowering yourself and seeing yourself as less than. This is an important core piece in figuring out the type of lifestyle that you wish to cultivate for yourself and create for yourself, a lifestyle that will lead you to experiencing the level of health and vitality and energy that you desire. You cannot have that level of health and longevity and energy and et cetera without first redefining yourself as a being of infinite love, of a spiritual, creative, energetic being, without tapping into the truth of who you actually are. Because that is what will propel you forward to cultivate the things within yourself that are there waiting to be explored to tap into your potential by embodying a greater expression of who you actually are at your core as a spiritual, energetic, creative being. That's what your body will express as you learn to embody that part of yourself. That is the foundation of health and happiness and success in every area. When you insist on holding on to this small ego-based identity, the society and other people have thrust upon you that makes you feel that you are less than, not good enough, not lovable, not acceptable, or the reverse, where it's the ego run rogue, where you think that life revolves around you and it's all about you and you and you and you and you. And how dare somebody look at you cross, look at you differently because then you're going to get all offended. It's two extremes of the pendulum of ego expression out of balance. You're either the extreme of a narcissistic, everything revolves around you and your ultra self-importance, which is exaggerated, or you believe yourself to be less than, not worth anything. It's a whole spectrum there. Where do you fall on it? The idea is to come to center 
which is a core express an expression of who you truly actually are as a spiritual energetic creative being a being of unconditional love that is who you are at your core essence so the more you can put structures into your life to remind you of that fact the more you'll think about remind yourself throughout your day it's like oh this is who i actually am not this other thing that society has taught me to be that i am a being of unconditional love and i'm striving to embody and express that to the greatest of my capacity today and that includes how i care for myself that includes how i view my body and treat it that especially includes how I, what i put into my mouth so the reason why i have this structure called your lifestyle of love is to remind you of that to continually so that you look at it embed within you again and again and again who you actually are so that you can remind yourself of the choices that you take each day that are going to take you in the direction of expressing your highest potential of a being of un unconditional love a spiritual creative energetic being of love so take some time today this week to listen to this video again and to do this exercise and make these two lists and really sit with yourself and tap into who are you really what do you truly aspire to be how do you want to express yourself into the world the list of who you are right now and the list of your potential that is the beginning stages the beginning steps so that we have where you're at right now and where you want to move into and then from there we can create steps to close the gap but i want to also remind you that everything begins with your mind everything is consciousness everything comes from mind first in all of creation all material expressions of everything including the state of your body including your health comes first from your mind so take some time do this exercise really sit with it and then think about who are you what do you want where do you want to go get clear on that first okay so i hope you enjoyed this first part of this four-part series of walking you through the exercise, the steps of creating your lifestyle of love. And as always, I have a gift for you to help you in getting clear about doing this exercise. And that is a downloadable PDF that talks about what it takes to really heal yourself, the four aspects of yourself that you need to really look at and identify and, and address and care for. And as you do, look through all of those and look through those four different aspects of yourself, then allow that to also stimulate questions and thoughts and ideas about these two lists of who you are and what is the highest potential of you, of who you want to express yourself as, as a spiritual being of unconditional love. Okay. So download that. The link to do so is in the description with this episode and I encourage you to share this this episode around with friends and family who you know could benefit from it like 
like this episode, subscribe to my channel and help me grow my channel, get some eyes and viewers and comments on my episodes. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you being here, listening to me. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.